Hello everyone, this is Brandon, and welcome to today's episode of the discussion series here on Brand Tech. I hope that everyone has been doing well. So for today's episode, I will have a guest co-host, Tejan, joining me. Hello. And our topic for today is streaming television. I am really, really excited to talk to Tejan in just one moment. Stay tuned. All right, so before we begin today's episode of discussions, I'm going to let my, my guest co-host for today, Tejan, go ahead and you know, give a moment to introduce himself. All right. Hello, my name is Tejan. It's nice to be here today. It was just, uh, I guess I was just an impromptu moment guy to jump in, but hey, it's, uh, any day you can do something, it's something to be proud of. So let's begin to jump in, all right? Yep, that sounds good. I am, and you know, as I've mentioned before, I'm real excited to have you here. Thanks. So, oh, y'all. So today's topic, um, as I just mentioned, is streaming television. And so, Tejan, we've spent like the past several years, like seeing a transition from linear-based television to streaming. Yeah, you know, primarily, I think, you know, over the past, I want to say four, you know, four or five years is really when we got the main, you know, the big part of the transition in but when would you say that streaming truly began to take off i would say maybe 2010 maybe but i don't know i want to say that it was it started somewhere like maybe 2014 15 probably right there because that's like when you know broadcast tv started getting jokes in and that's when like people started hitting it mainstream because i mean there was a lack of cable being purchased. No more um, DVD and movie stores. You know, that really seemed more like a 90s thing. But I mean, if you were a 2000s kid, you probably have some memory of that. Just probably not there like all the way. But yeah, around 2014, 2015-ish. That's where I want to say that's when streaming started to take hold. But with the pandemic, I feel like we've kind of hit like the... I want to say a pinnacle. So we're like around the top. We finally hit the top of where streaming is. Everybody can notice it now. Like even the elderly can notice it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was actually a bit late to like I guess joining the streaming, the streaming thing. I believe that like I know like Netflix has been very popular for several years now. That service in particular, I just recently I got my first I guess time as a member of Netflix, I believe maybe the end of 2017 or maybe in the end of 2016. Either way, I just remember a lot of people were ta- were already talking about, you know, talking about streaming and the different, you know, the different shows that they were binge watching and everything. But I know like I wasn't really in the whole loop of it. Like I've heard of um, like of Netflix and Hulu and all of those services, but it's like I had never really been a part of it and so do you believe that we're like getting closer if not already at the point where streaming is equal to or like on par with what's like linear television i want to believe that streaming has now already taken over because most people if you ask them like what their cable company is they're not gonna really be able to give you an answer because they won't have one it'll be more like 
oh, well, I just have Hulu and Netflix. I don't really have Cox or Verizon or Dish or TV or anything like that because I quit them years ago. The bill was too expensive. There was nothing good on TV. I was too busy to even watch TV. I mean, whatever I wanted to see, I could have just go on my phone and that was the end of it. Yeah, that makes sense. And so, like, with, like, in the past year and a half or so, We've seen several new streaming services, you know, come out and be, you know, begin to release, you know, from the Disney Pluses to the Apple TV Plus. We have Paramount Plus, you know, all of, well, you know, Discovery Plus even, like all of these different streaming services, which, you know, most of the newer ones now have that plus in it. You know, with all of these different streaming services, do you believe that most of these are here to stay or do you think that they'll begin... Yeah, I guess, uh, like, the process of elimination, or battle of the fittest, I guess, of streaming services. Like, how do you believe it will go forward? I believe maybe they'll change, but they're currently here to stay because there's nothing to outdo them. The only way they can be outdone is if, like, they start to outdo each other. I mean, some make you pay more, some make you pay less, some let you require cable, some have shows you want to watch, some don't have shows at all. So it's about, like, who brings in customers and consumers, really. Yeah, that definitely, you know, makes sense in terms of, like, who's going to subscribe and who's going to stick around. Yeah, that definitely plays a big part of, you know, I guess the whole streaming layout. And so... Um, for you, what do you have a particular favorite streaming service? If, yeah, if you prefer that medium. Well, for me, I kind of have like a combo of between Hulu and Netflix and HBO Max, because they kind of have like a rotation of shows that I like to watch, or at least something I like to keep in the background if I'm bored, nostalgic, need to catch up on something, need to kind of get through something. Just something to be in the room, really. That makes sense. Yeah, for me, my, I don't know if I actually have like a true favorite, so to speak. A lot of the shows that I watched on Netflix are either, have either ended or are no longer on Netflix. But I would say, I don't know if I really have like a true favorite per se. I do like the selection of Disney Plus and Hulu. But I mean, I said, I don't really have a favorite at this time, but I'm still sort of, you know, going through all of them, testing them all out. And so do you see like, I guess the types of shows changing as we're, you know, getting more into streaming or the layout of how the shows are? Uh, I don't see the way they would change is if the consumers start to change their opinion. Basically, it's like a social evolution. It depends on what we find acceptable, what we don't find acceptable. And I'm like counting both the many and the few. So it depends on what everybody in the world wants to see versus what we actually have to face. Basically, like if you want to write the pandemic in the plots, you want to write this entire year in the plots, you want to write nostalgia, you basically want to write my favorite fan fiction or what's going on in my house or what's going on in my like community. So it basically depends on how in the world you want to see what you want to see and what you think you're going to see. Yeah, I definitely get that. And so like with the new, you know, with these streaming services, a lot of them, you know, really push the whole binging culture. And so do you believe that, you know, binging will be the new way of watching TV, like having a whole season or maybe half a season all at once? Or do you see, see us going more in the traditional episodic release 
a combination of both depending if it's like an episodic or um what's the word i'm looking for here uh non-serial if it's non-serialized it is basically just from episode to episode you can binge that something where you don't have to really pay a lot of attention but if it's serialized then they're thinking more of um if you combine it all at the same time then you can you know fulfill that need to see an entire story or spread out from week to week to let the momentum and the excitement like keep you for a um, um, like kind of attraction yeah yeah that makes sense do you believe there's different like genres that like not every genre has made it over to streaming yet and well and some not successfully i should say like for example, some stuff like talk shows, um, especially late night talk shows. You know, what are some other genres that... I, I know there's some others, but... Yeah, there's other different genres of shows that haven't completely made its way to streaming as of yet, at least in a successful manner. And so, do you believe it's only a matter of time? Or do you believe that stuff like talk shows are better off in the linear format? What are your thoughts about that? I think talk shows have evolved into what I basically think are just podcasts. Since mm. if you've actually seen an entire episode of someone's talk show like Colbert or Conan, it's one part comedy, like stand up or comedic act, one part interview, which basically is sell the podcast, and then possibly one part at the end where it could be like, I don't know, like someone's musical number or stand up again. So, like, if you take at least a little bit of that out, you have a someone's comedy show and then someone's interview so i guess you can do one or the other with um it's different you don't have to really see it anymore oh that's actually a good way of putting it i i never had even thought about that but yeah i mean essentially it can just be like a podcast maybe even like a youtube video to go with it it's not, it doesn't need to be the whole you know the whole talk show anymore which i guess that's why you know, for streaming that they're heading more towards the variety show format instead of traditional talk shows. But I have seen some Netflix do, like, talk shows still. Yeah, because I know, like, like David Letterman has one. Yeah. Uh, my next guest needs no introduction. And I know there's a few others. I haven't seen them yet, but, but I heard those are actually faring quite well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how, I guess, how these evolve over time. And so what are your personal thoughts about like where streaming lays right now um and if you have any hopes or anything for the future of streaming i think streaming streaming plays heavily in favor with the modern culture because as we've like evolved we've kind of grown somewhere like between impatience where we always want something instantly or we want it our way since you can't really satisfy everyone's opinions all at the same time so that's where streaming comes mm. in here when you watch the modern cable, it's mostly just common a combination of syndication and filler and really anything just to keep the schedule busy all day. So it's either like a marathon of one show or random movies set throughout the day and see with the prime time slot. You air the main show you're supposed to leading in with once or twice and you go right back to filler or paid programming or more syndication. But with streaming, you um, the family no longer has to, well, at least a common Nielsen or Linium or average nuclear family of the household no longer has to fight over the television because if they don't see one show they like, they can go to a different room or a different area and watch whatever they want on their phones, tablets, different devices as they care to be. 
on their schedule, whatever they want to watch, whatever they want to do. Because most of the average people just want to see whatever they want to see instead of like everybody watching the same thing because everybody has a different taste. Yeah, definitely. And so almost like the way that you put that, it's almost where for linear television, now it's like, you know, too many channels, not enough new content almost. Yeah, it's like half of the channel is starting to turn into the same thing or certain shows are just diving from one channel to the, to the next. Yeah, yeah, I definitely see that. And so like one of the last things I want to sort of touch on is is that like even with the I guess I don't know if you actually consider them as streaming services or not but there's some new platforms such as YouTube TV Facebook watch and and other systems where you know it almost acts like a streaming service but I don't know if it's quite necessarily a streaming service per se but what are your thoughts about the presence of those from, for the most part, generally tends to be like tech companies having their own, I guess, little foray into into this little streaming world, um, like different shows and stuff are heading there now instead of either traditional TV or traditional streaming. So what are your, all of your thoughts about that? Well, I guess you count like YouTube TV or YouTube Now or something, I think that's what it's called here. You can count that as streaming because it's original content and it's like whenever you want to watch it. It just isn't like, you know, give it a credit card and call it a day. Yeah. I don't really find them popular, but then again, I'm not their audience. And I mean me specifically because I don't really watch them or I'm into it. I get to get farewell if people like, you know, the general populace decides, hey, I like this. I want to keep seeing this every week or every day and go back at it again. Yeah, I like the way that you put that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing how, you know, these streaming services and television overall truly does... Um, change over the next several months and even years to come. Well, Tejan, I want to thank you again for taking your time out to be able to come and guest co-host for today. Well, you're welcome. It was an honor to be here. I had a a good time. I'm glad. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Discussions. I hope you all enjoyed it, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, and I'll see you all later.